Could family genetics be a reason that no matter what we try, we still can't lose the fat and inches from our problem areas? To learn more, we spoke to Dr. Brian Strand from Sonobello. While some people can eat everything and stay thin, others diet and exercise daily and still pack on fat and inches to their problem areas. It's not your fault. It can be genetics. If you struggle to lose the fat from your tummy, love handles, thighs, and back, you're likely battling your family genetics. The good news is we have an answer. Sonobello uses a remarkable technique called microlaser fat removal. In one comfortable visit, the fat in your hardest places to lose is gone permanently. Stop wrestling with your family genes and lose the fat permanently. And right now, you can save $250. The results are life-changing. Do this for you. Don't wait. Visit sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Sonobello.com slash save. Welcome to the X-Zone. A place where fact is fiction and fiction is reality. Now, here's your host, Rob McConnell. And welcome back, everyone. This is the Exxon. I am Rob McConnell. We're coming to you live and around the world from our broadcast center in Hamilton, Ontario, yeah. Canada. And uh, we're on the Starcom Radio Network, www.starcomradionetwork.com. And if you're looking for great radio programming during the day from 9 to 5, I'll tell you, you listen to this guy, your office will never be the same. I'm talking about my friend, Ed Till. He has a show on Starcom. It's called The Ed Till Show. It's Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. until 5 p.m. Eastern. And if your city doesn't have one of the Starcom affiliates yet, you can listen online at www.starcomradionetwork.com. My guest this hour is Jason Quitt. And uh, Jason awakened in his early 20s as a multidimensional being. He had to remember how to navigate these worlds and come to terms with his newfound reality through visitations, time travel, and tapping into many past and future lives. He has come to be a very unique view and have a very unique view of reality, the reality we all live in. And uh, joining me now is Jason Quitt. And Jason, welcome to the X-Zone. Thank you. Thank you very much. So tell us, Jason, tell us about this, this awakening that happened to you in your 20s. Well, I was, um, I'll go back even further than, than okay. that. Um, I'm one of those children that um, remembered coming to this planet. So I remember uh, pre-birth memories. Mm-hmm. I remember uh, choosing my parents. And um, those are the first memories that I had coming into this world. And from there, I just lived, uh, I would say, a normal childhood. And um, it wasn't until the early 20s that all these things started to unravel in me. And um, I kind of had to relearn um, everything that I knew 
because mm-hmm. of drastic changes that were taking place with me. Now, when you say that you remember coming to this planet, where did you come from? Um, I, I don't want to say any particular location. Why? Um, because what I've learned is that we are we come from so many different places. We have lives virtually all over the universe and in different dimensions. So it's not just one place or the other. Like, you know, I can say I had a Pleiadian life or an Octorian life mm-hmm. or a Syrian life or even Atlantean Lemurian. All of that would be true. But the the soul essence of uh, who we are is actually mixed um, throughout the universe in all the dimensions. So when we look at the population of this beautiful planet called Earth, do we all come from other planets? Are, or are those of us on this planet that have actually come from generation after generation after generation of those who have come to this planet in the past? Uh, that's, a, that's a very good question. And I think it has to be uh, both. Um, there's a lot of beings on this planet that have just continually reincarnated here, or original Earth beings, um, but we are very mixed. So beings from all over the universe, different galaxies, mm-hmm. different dimensions, they will incarnate on Earth in different po- time periods for different purpose of their evolution. So, was there a was there a creation, or is was it Darwinism, or was it? visitors from other planets who created this planet or created life on this planet, I should say? Um, There was always life on this planet. Mm -hmm. But what I would say is that um, there were other beings that modified uh, the human race. Wow. And a lot of, uh, and, you know, a lot of people will think, okay, that's really cruel or, Mm -hmm. you know, why would they do certain things? Uh, we just have to remember there's always um, good beings and bad beings. There's always polarities in everything. So a lot of these beings that were brought here or uh, genetically modified, um, it had to do with the environment of the Earth at that time. And the Earth's atmosphere um, wasn't very good, and the humans back then would not continue to survive. So they had to be genetically modified to survive the new environment of these catastrophic and earth changes. Um, if, if you and other people, and you'll have to excuse my skepticism here for a few seconds. No problem. Okay. Um, if you and others come from another planet, Obviously, to get here, you, they must be more advanced than we are. Am I correct in assuming that? Um, I would just say that um, the DNA structure that we have grounded here on mm-hmm. the planet um, allows us to access just a little more information of who we are. Okay. And also, um, because of past life experience and the karma we carry... Um, it alters our path in life. So uh, many, many of us will be awakened at certain times because we've planned this past before we even uh, came here. So it's not, it's not a thing as, you know, one's better than the other. It's just for some reason I've chosen this life path in this life okay. where others may have chosen something else. 
So are we talking about reincarnation? Uh, yes. Okay. Yes. All right, so what we're saying is that when we, when this existence terminates, we go somewhere. Some people call it heaven. Some people call it hell. With my luck, it's going to be a Walmart. Um, so, so we go back to home? There's, there's many levels. Mm-hmm. So it has to do with our resonance and what we're connected to. So there's almost like a, a period where um, the consciousness of the person on the earth will dissolve. And, for example, um, let's say you're you know, a hardcore Christian and you're, you're studying the Bible, mm-hmm. and you have these very strong ancient belief systems programmed in your energy field, you will actually have those experiences in the afterlife. And there will be a period of time where you will experience that as part of your consciousness needs to experience that because it's what you've created in your belief systems. It's not saying that it's not true. It's just saying that there is levels of consciousness that you'll be pulled to and drawn to. If humans come back or from... Well, first of all, where does the journey start? When you say you came to Earth from somewhere else, where does the journey start? Is it in this star system? Is it in this dimension? I don't believe it is. You don't believe it is what? No, I'm just from all the experiences that I've had, mm-hmm. it's almost like um, consciousness itself is beyond what this is. And it's, it's, uh, it's a fascinating um, uh, learning experience. And I s- still don't have all the, uh, the answers. And I don't think anybody yeah. really has all the answers. But um, I do think that there's something outside of the universe outside of dimensions Mm -hmm. that is being played out or projected in what we consider to be reality. If humans come back like you did, and Mm -hmm. I guess like I did, do animals also come back? For example, do cats come back? Do dogs come back? Or is this strictly something that humanoids come back with? I think animals do have the same type of process because they're on a learning path as well. Mm-hmm. And I used to have, um, you know, it's funny to say this, but um, I used to have a ghost cat as a pet. And what I mean by that is, you know, I'll go to sleep at night and I'll have a cat jump on my bed, right. cuddle up next to me at night and go to sleep, but I don't have a cat. <laughs> so, it's almost like, for some reason, this cat, which is not mm-hmm. a physical being anymore, has either been attracted to me in a past life and has come to visit me, or it's just a cat that has found me, and um, it's just a cat that has found me and enjoys my company. Let me ask you a hypothetical but, question. Is it possible that this sure. cat that jumps on your bed who's really not there or is a ghost cat followed you or came with you when you came back to this planet in your new reincarnated state it's it's absolutely possible because you know when you're sleeping you're you're very receptive and open to Mm -hmm. energies and it has to really do with how you feel so when this cat let's say jumped with me 
the automatic connection was, I'm, you know, this is my cat and I'm happy it's here with me. So it could definitely be from a past life coming to spend time with me. A listener in Florida has sent me a message on Skype, a question for me to ask you. The question, he, he says, what a great honor to have a multidimensional being on the show with you tonight, Rob. What are the answers to the great questions? For example, what is the meaning of life? <laughs> I, I think we all have to find that, and we all have find meaning in different things. Um, I really believe... Um, life is the building of light, life is the building of consciousness, Mm -hmm. and we have to share what we know. We have to embed whatever our consciousness is to the people we meet and the places we go, and in that way, light or consciousness will continue to build. Let me ask you this question, all right? You've been doing this for a number of years, uh, I've read your bio on your website. By the way, Exonation, if you'd like more information about uh, Jason, his website is thecrystalsun.com. That's S-U-N, not S-O-N, thecrystalsun.com. Mm-hmm. How would you describe our present reality? Um, I would say that it's uh, very much uh, controlled mm-hmm. and not the true reality um, that is being presented to us. Um, in short, um, it's almost like we're all multi-dimensional beings. We're all godlike beings connected to this great thing called creation. Mm-hmm. But it's almost like our memories have been wiped clean, and in place, we've been given an alternate reality to navigate through but you know i don't want to to demonize this reality because i think it kind of takes a reality like this for us to awaken and remember uh what we are and who we are in this life and i think that's a very important uh learning process so who is god then (laughs) all the big questions right (laughs) just asking um Well, um, I would say there are many creator gods um, on many different levels. In fact, um, you know, we're creators as well. Mm -hmm. I mean, we're creative. We create different pieces of artwork. We create inventions. uh, So we're all creator gods in a sense. But if you want to talk about God as a whole, um, I would just say it's the collective experience of all life that's being uh, projected down to all life. So where do entities, aliens, and astral travel then all fit together? Um, Well, astral travel um, is just a way of leaving the body to experience other realities. And when, uh, when someone is able to um, experience that, to learn how to leave their body, Um, an entirely different world opens up to them. And this is where these entities reside, and this is where um, a lot of these alien races reside, Mm -hmm. is right when we leave our body, we enter into their world. All right, so let me 
let me just try to put my head around that question, uh, that answer. We leave our body, we return to an alien world? No. Oh. No. Um, in, in fact, um, when we talk about, let's say, uh, different dimensions, mm-hmm. all right, let's say we have a dimension of our thought forms. Uh, we have dimensions that we can't see or experience. When we leave our body, we can enter those dimensions that we can't see here in the physical world. So if I were to, um, let's say, leave my body in my bedroom at night and I sit up in my bed, let's say there could be um, an otherworldly being in the room with me. But the only way I could experience that otherworldly being or see them or communicate with them, I'd have to be in the right frequency or the right dimension to experience them. Uh, So if I go back to my body and I open my eyes, I may see them for a second and then they just dissolve away. But it's only when I leave my body I can have that full experience of one-on-one with whatever this thing is. You're a channel. You do um, universal or dimensional channeling. Does that mean you're able to channel what's going on in the future as well as on our timeline here, as well as other dimensions of the universe? Yes. So what that means is that uh, when you um, are dealing with the physical, you're dealing with Mm -hmm. this physical timeline. When you start to work with the world of energy, it's multidimensional, and uh, there is no such thing as time or space. So, for example, if I am working on a client or working on somebody, um, a past self could come through their energy field to receive the healing. So I could be working on their past self, even though they're in this physical world, um, and I, I could be working on their future self as well, could come back to them. So when we work in the world of energy, we can work in the past or we could work in the future or in different dimensions. But the physical body is the, the channel that holds this information. So we're like the radio set of all these dimensions and energies. Exactly. Gotcha. Exactly. It's all, it's all about resonance. And you could um, have karma come back to you, or you can relive different moments of a past life. Um, For example, um, let's say on your 30th birthday, suddenly you start getting tingling from like your knee down to your foot. Mm -hmm. And you're like, well, I'm healthy. Why do I have this issue? Um, And then we go back into your past life and we found out, that in a past life you had, let's say, gangrene in that leg around 30 years old. So because that pattern of energy is still with you energetically, it's starting to affect you physically in this world. So working on the energy, we can actually clear that information. And then the pain or the tingling would go away so it doesn't manifest into anything serious. So that's how you do uh, like multi-dimensional healing. It's all about uh, frequency and connecting to um, whatever needs to be healed, no matter what dimension or what timeline, whatever starts to manifest through the body uh, we work with. T 
to you as, as a teacher, as a channel, as an energy healer, why do you think so many people in today's world are seeking fringe um, cures or non-traditional cures to their problems? You know, I think it's because um, just people instinctively know or subconsciously know that something's not right. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, people are very intuitive. They're, they're you know, um, even if they don't think they're intuitive, you can go to, let's say, a doctor, and the doctor will say, you know, I really want you to be put on this medication and do this and do that. And you just feel that it's just not coming from the right place, that there's an ulterior motive for doing these tests or doing giving you these medications, and you just feel that it's not going to help you. So a lot of people instinctively know that they need to search for their answers in other areas. And unfortunately, you know, sometimes that leads not to the right place. So there's a lot of misinformation out there, and there's a lot of... Um, you know, people promoting a lot of techniques and things that may not work. Um, but it just comes down to um, the feel of everything. So you really need to uh, focus on uh, what you think and feels right to you. I understand you're a student of Algonquin shamanism. Can you explain yes. to me what that is? Yes. Um, well, it's a traditional uh, healing. Mm-hmm. Um, from the Native Americans, uh, the Algonquins. And uh, this is a very ancient way of thinking. It's a very ancient, traditional way of passing information down through the generations. And what the shamanism is and what shamans do is they'll find the cause of disease, which is usually um, has to do either spiritually, energetically, uh, emotionally, mentally, or physically, right. and they'll use different medicines, um, either plant medicines or stone medicines, or um, do journeys to help the person figure out what's wrong with them. So they, they believe that everything has um, a root cause, and if we get to the root cause of that issue or disease, um, we can heal it. So it's just a very ancient way of, of, of knowing how people work and how energy works. Um, and But I'll just have to go back a little to give a little background here. When I um, started to leave my body, like to have astral travels, when I would come in contact with other beings outside of my body, the only thing they would tell me is I have to heal. That was the only message they gave me for quite a long time. All right. Who are it's, they? Um, I would say, you know, first I thought, okay, they're um, guides or guardians or um, otherworldly beings like ETs. Mm-hmm. And what I'm really finding out now is they're just other aspects of my own self. It's like yourself is uh, multidimensional. You have many different forms. Yes. So it's almost like myself coming back to help me, to give me a message. Um, I know maybe that's not the answer people want to hear, but... 
the more the more I look into it, the more I see that it's all right, a Jason. All right, Jason, stand by. You and I have yeah, to take sure. a commercial break. We'll be back shortly. Sure. Exonation. Jason okay, Quid is going to be our guest when we come back from this break at the bottom of the hour. Jason is going to be one of the speakers at the Alien Cosmic Expo that is being held in Brantford, Ontario, June 26, 27, 28. And if you'd like more information on the Alien Cosmic Expo, visit their website. It's www.aliencosmic.com. Expo.com. For more information about Jason, visit his website, thecrystalsun.com. My name is Rob McConnell. This is the Exxon, a place where people dare to believe and dare to be heard. Now on the Starcom Radio Network. I'll be back on the other side of these short breaks. Don't go away. Rob McConnell and I would like to tell you about a very special lady that I have the pleasure of knowing and that's Miss Sylvia Anthony. Sylvia Anthony believes the golden years are a time to gear up and get busy, not relax and take it easy. She has faced many hardships in her 84 years but they have made her stronger and more determined. As founder and president of Sylvia's Haven, a shelter for women and their children near Boston, Sylvia has helped transform over 1,086 lives in the past 27 years, not only with housing, but also providing direction as to where they can go to develop the earning skills they want and need to live free from difficult domestic situations. Sylvia's Haven is everything to Sylvia Anthony, even calling it her magnificent obsession. Women who qualify for the program at Sylvia's Haven receive assistance via guidance counselors to find the appropriate job opportunity. Women and their children may remain at the housing for up to two years. At the end of this time, or sooner, a woman who is successfully employed and has an apartment or home may leave Sylvia's Haven to begin a new and independent life. Now this is where you come in to help make Sylvia's dream into a reality. Sylvia's dream is to have a Sylvia's Haven in every state to help as many women and their children as she can and to help this dream come true. A crowdfunding site has been established which can be accessed at www.sylviasdream.org. Now that's www.sylviasdream.org. With your financial help and support, Sylvia Anthony will continue to help those in their time of need, not only in the Boston area, but with her dream of having a Sylvia's Haven in every state of the United States. Your help is needed to make Sylvia's dream come true. Please visit and give at www.sylviasdream.org. Once again, www.sylviasdream.org. And remember, the only difference between a dream and reality is just doing it. We need your help to make Sylvia's dream come true. Visit www. The Alien Cosmic Expo will be held in Brantford, Ontario, June 26, 27, 28, and will feature 24 internationally acclaimed experts and researchers of UFOs, crop circles, alien abductions, and much more in this three-day 2015 summer Canadian event. 
experts in the field of extraterrestrials and alien encounters, out-of-body experiences, past life regression, soul reading, psychic and mediumship will all be presented with professionalism, integrity, and credibility, making the Alien Cosmic Expo the largest event of its kind in Canada for 2015. The Exhibitor Hall will feature a spectacular lineup of gifted mediums, psychics, astrologers, channelers, aura photography, healers, as well as books, DVDs, alternative health products, crystals, jewelry, and much more completing the venue with something for everyone. For all information and to purchase your tickets for the Alien Cosmic Expo, go to www.aliencosmicexpo.com. That's www.aliencosmicexpo.com. Little children aren't the only ones afraid of the dark. Millions of soldiers return from war zones with PTSD, anger, frustration, fear, and loneliness, much of which surfaces during the darkness of the night. You have the chance to change the lives of these American heroes. Songs and Stories for Soldiers.us provides free MP3 players for these men and women. With a list of 3 million songs in 16 different styles, 100,000 audiobooks, and 30,000 old-time radio programs, every veteran can find something to soothe and comfort them at no cost. All our players contain an 8-hour audio program designed to help veterans fall asleep. With 1,500 plus vets now participating, it's our goal to deliver 10,000 audio players this year. Go to our website at songsandstoriesforsoldiers.us. Help us help a veteran make it through the night. This is the Exxon Broadcast Network, broadcasting worldwide on broadcast affiliates and satellite program providers, including CNN Broadcast Network, Sirius Satellite Network, Star Media, Good News Radio Network, Angel Broadcast Network, Wiki Broadcast Network, and WPBN-TV. For more information on the X-Zone Broadcast Network, visit us at www.xzbn.net. Welcome back, everyone. This is the X-Zone. I'm Rob McConnell. And along with all those other broadcast networks, we're proud to say that we're now part of the Starcom Radio Network. Their website is www.starcomradionetwork.com. And for the best daytime programming, if you want to get the office going, if you want to get your school going, if you want to get your friends talking about radio like it should be, go to www.starcomradionetwork.com. From 9 a.m. until 5 p.m., 9 a.m. to 5 p.m., Ed Till, a great guy, a legend broadcaster. He's at the helm of the Starcom Radio Network now. Listen to his show. Honest broadcasting at its best. Real people, real characters, real radio. That's the Ed Till Show Monday through Friday from 9 a.m. until 5 p.m. Eastern on the Starcom Radio Network www.starcomradionetwork.com. Jason Quitt is my guest uh, this hour. We're talking about everything from entities, aliens, astral travel, parallel universes, and much more. His website is 
thecrystalsun.com. And Jason, welcome back. Great having you with us. Um, do you, who are the, the entities that you communicate with? Okay, that is, um, let's just say it's a very large universe. Okay. And um, there's not just one universe. Okay, it's multiverse. Um, so um, the beings that I've encountered, I would say, don't have names here. And they're nothing like what we see in the movies or on pictures. Um, you know, I've never, and this may sound weird, but I've never come in contact with a gray alien. I've never seen that. Right. Um, maybe that's a blessing. I'm not sure. But, um, you know, there's a lot of beings that, you know, people have contact with that I just have no experience with. So I think it is because uh, maybe a lot of my lives have not been in this universe. Mm -hmm. So the beings that I'm connected with um, are not really known here. Let me ask you a question here. How many other people do you know that actually have communicated with the same entities that you have? Uh, not very many. I do know of a couple, though, that um, I can share stories with, um, and they have similar experiences. Mm -hmm. And I, I, have, I work with a lot of shamans as well, and um, they'll confirm and see them in the room and tell me what they look like and what they're saying, and um, I would just confirm, yes, those are the same beings that I've been talking to. Now, remember, it has to do... Um, like, I'll just tell a quick story that um, um, I was wearing this copper and zinc bracelet. And everything in the universe um, has a frequency or a resonance to it. So this copper bracelet had a frequency of copper and zinc combined, which gave a unique frequency signature. And when I wore this bracelet, I had this alien being that was connected to those frequencies um, come to visit me just to say, hey, this is who I am. Thank you for connecting with me because I'm wearing this bracelet which has a similar frequency to them. So now it's like a bridge. So frequency is like a bridge. Um, so you can have different tools, different objects, different metals, different minerals that may actually connect to the resonances of other life and other intelligent beings throughout uh, the universe. Um, so it, it really all comes down to resonance. And if we're able to tune in, like you said, like that mm -hmm. uh, cosmic receiver, right? if we can shift our resonance, we can communicate with other things. So does this energy explain UFOs? Does this energy explain ghosts, uh, spiritual sightings, spiritual experiences, crop circles? Does it all have to do with this? Um, yeah, it has everything to do with energy, vibration, frequency, um, wavelength, because remember, the Earth as well is an mm -hmm. electronic generator. We have a magnetic field. We have, um, you know, the Earth is negative. The sky is positive. We get all our energy from the sun. And in different uh, cycles, uh, if we come into different alignments with different stars, uh, we actually get... Um, downloaded information on the planet and that can actually change um, 
the energy on different points of the planet. So people could have spiritual experiences. Um, you can have um, UFOs where you can actually see them because as the planet's energy shifts, sometimes these dimensional things are visible to us. So it has to do with the changing of energy. And if you're in the right resonance, um, you can actually communicate with a lot of these things or even see them. Um, but I would have to caution that a lot of the things that are on the earth planes, they're not too friendly to us. So a lot of people will tune into uh, ghosts or entities and they will have a very um, negative outcome or experience because of that. Here's a very, here's a very simple question for you. I'm sure this is very simple for you. How can we take back our power and step into our true selves then? Okay. This is, this is a beautiful process. And we all, um, as souls, uh, we're sovereign beings. Mm -hmm. And we have um, divine uh, powers and rights and abilities uh, just because of who we are. Unfortunately, we don't get a chance to learn about that as we go through this life. So a way that's simple is through healing. It really is through healing. It's about self-healing. Um, and one of the most powerful ways that I've found to do this is through practices like Qigong. And um, I actually uh, published a book about uh, the Egyptian postures which has to do with uh, the way uh, the statues of Egypt were designed, and they're all standing in funny postures. Mm -hmm. And this is a very ancient healing system that when you stand in a certain posture, you're changing the way energy moves through your body. And in a sense, you're changing your frequency by changing your posture. So when you hold a posture, what you're really doing is holding a frequency. And when you hold a frequency, you build that energy throughout your body. So these ancient movements like Qigong or Tai Chi or the Egyptian postures mm -hmm. or even yoga, you're, you're rebuilding your um, electromagnetic fields through your body and you're strengthening the energy that goes through your body. And the more you do this, um, the stronger your resonance becomes. Now, you remember I told you when I started to leave my body, the only messages I was getting is you need to heal yourself? Yes. This is the most important thing that anybody can do because uh, the human body, the DNA, the cells in our body, everything about us is almost like a computer hard drive. We just store vast amount of information through our entire system. Now. For us to heal ourselves really means to let go of this information, to shed these memories, these traumas, these past lives, these karma that is stored within our DNA, which is stored within our energetic fields. And the more we let go and the more we heal, the stronger we become, the more power we have and the more sovereign a being we become. For example, um, let's say um, there's an entity that wants to attack me or take my energy or just, uh, you know, cause me some problems. 
if my energy is weak, um, they can really go to town on me. But if my energy is strong, I could literally rip them apart. And I know that sounds harsh, but I've had to do that on many occasions. So you have to really take control of your energy. It all has to do with taking your power back. You have to know how your energy works. You have to know what's affecting your energy. And you have to know how to build it so that when you're faced with something, um, you're able to handle it, no problem. All right, I have a question here for you uh, from one of our listeners in Tampa. And mm -hmm. the question is, uh, let me see here. I've just got to scroll up a little bit. Hi, Rob. Really enjoying your show. Nice to hear you on Starcom. I have a serious question for this guest. There are many methods that others have suggested to engage in astral travel. One method is to listen to the sound inside of your head, which modern science has shown is nothing more than the sound of blood rushing through the blood vessels in your head. My friend says it puts him to sleep. What would he say? I believe he's making a, he's making a reference to you. What would he say to skeptics who say that there is no credible scientific evidence that astral projection is real? And he gives this example. Wiggins, 1978, found that his guru subject was never observed to have experienced unusual brainwave patterns and that his brain patterns were more consistent with a person lying under a polygraph. Why would somebody rip someone apart? <laughs> well, okay, I'll get back to, to all of this. One is, um, I don't think we can prove any of this until we uh, come to a scientific agreement um, and acknowledge mm -hmm. that energy is all around us, we are connected to energy, we are all energy. Now, when I leave my body, it's almost like somebody dreaming. So, um, you're actually putting your body to sleep. But as you're putting your body to sleep, your mind is staying conscious. And a lot of meditators, this is uh, what they try to achieve, is to put the entire body to sleep, but to keep the mind conscious. And when this um, happens, um, the body or the mind or the consciousness could start to move out. And it has to do with vibration. And when I started to do this, it was like a sound. Mm -hmm. And it was very interesting. It was almost like I started to get um, very warm and tingly in my stomach. And I could feel the body just going to sleep. And I would hear a sound. It was like a, a low vibration. Mm -hmm. And the sound would get not only louder, but the frequency would increase. So it would get very high pitch. Like a and ringing in your ears? Yes, but it started out as a hum, like a okay. low humming in um, my stomach. In your stomach? Yes, that's where I would feel it first. It would be in my stomach. Maybe you wanted a it hamburger. Like, yes, and then the frequency would rise. Right. And when right. it reached a certain frequency, um, I would be popped out of my body. So if you would take my vitals, it would probably just look like a normal person sleeping. Um, I don't know, I've never tested this before, but um, when it comes to um, ripping things apart, mm -hmm. um, let's just say that 
um, when you start to do this type of work, um, and I don't want to scare anybody because it's just part of the initiation process, um, you become a big target in the astral world. So um, it's almost like if I would leave my body, there would be other beings there trying to get into my body and take it over. As in, so, as in spiritual possession or as in demonic possession? Both. Are they both, both. separate so or are they both the same? Yeah, they're both the same. Okay. They're both the same. They're just, they're just beings. It could be dimensional. It could be, um, I would say, um, ghosts or other dimensions or even otherworldly beings, even aliens. Um, they would love to utilize this body. So um, I would have a lot of experiences where um, entities would literally try to pull me out of my body or push me out of my body. And you have, um, you really have to put up a fight. Um, so that's why a lot of people, you know, you know, they get really afraid of this topic. Mm hmm um, but the way that I look at it, it was, it just made me stronger. It made me understand more. And it was a very intense learning process because I really had to learn how to assert my dominance. Um, because what I found is that, um, a lot of fears that we have, a lot of thought forms that we have, they're not even our fears and our thought forms. They're projected upon us. From so, who or by who? By these beings, by these entities. So how, well, how do we get rid of these entities, whether they're spiritual or demonic? How do we just eradicate them once and for all? We have to... Remember, our energies are at a very low state. Um, we're almost like in survival mode living on this planet. Hmm. So what we have to do is we have to strengthen our energies... And in turn, we're strengthening our resonance. So I'm very happy to, to say that it took a couple of years, but I've stepped out of that game. And it is just a game. Um, it's like um, there's many levels to this. Mm -hmm. And when you first leave, you're kind of exposed to this new world of like entities and um, aliens and all this stuff. And it's actually quite scary. And, um, you know, I would never wish my experiences on anybody because a lot of them were very horrifying. Um, but there comes a time when your energy is strong enough that you actually just step out of that and you're on to something completely different. So it's almost like a stepping stone to something else. So right and now I'm you don't, I'm sorry, so right now you don't have any of these experiences anymore. You don't have these negative demonic or negative spiritual experiences. Am I correct? Yes, you're correct. Wow. Um, I got out of that a um, couple of years ago. And the, I, I will say that I have had mm -hmm. experiences, but very rarely. And um, that's when it's just... Like, I, I don't want to say, you know, exactly uh, the reasons why I do what I do, but 
the energy is strong enough now where um, sometimes when these beings come to me and try to affect me or hurt me or do something to me, um, I almost have to look at them and just say, um, do you really want to end your life today? <laughs> you know, and it's, it's not coming from a place of ego. It's just when you get to a place, it's almost like a mosquito landing on you. You just slap it, mm -hmm. it's dead, and you just move away. It's like, why is this thing coming to me? Um, so you do strengthen yourself. You do change. And that's what I've noticed about this spiritual journey is that a lot of people, when they do a spiritual journey, they'll feel stuck in a certain place. And it's almost like they can't leave that level of experience. And what I've found is that it's through the training, it's through strengthening your energy, moving your karma and releasing all these things, you start to, um, I, I don't want to use the word enlighten, but you're actually lightening your frequency so that you uh, almost ascend those levels. So you got to, like, it's almost like I was stuck with the entities and aliens for like five, six years, having to deal and learn all that stuff. And finally, my resonance shifted and I'm out of that into something else. So when it comes to the extraterrestrial abduction, the ET yeah. experience, are, are those who are having this experience allowing it to happen because of their low frequencies? And once they increase their frequency levels uh, or their vibrational levels, they'll cease to exist to having these experiences or these uh, abductions? It's a very complicated issue because a lot of times this is not just a one lifetime thing. Um, these are uh, multiple lifetime abductions mm -hmm. um, or family, uh, down the family line abductions. And um, a lot of these people that are being abducted like this, um, their energies do have, I would say, um, energetic implants in them. Mm -hmm which keep them in resonance with the abductors. So there has to be a karma change, a past life change, and we have to change um, these um, attachments that are in the person. So it, it, it changes their resonance so they do not have these experiences. But um, it is a very complicated um, area, and a lot of these aliens... Um, they reside in what we call the fourth dimension. So that is the, the dimension of, let's say, our thought forms, of our dream state. So that's why a lot of, you know, skeptics and people say, well, you know, it's just a dream and we can have those experiences on certain drugs or changing the resonance of the brain. Right. And, well, it is true. You can, you can have those experiences just because the simple fact is you are changing your resonance so you can now experience that level of consciousness. Um, so really it's about training and like I said, the only thing that has been given to me that really does work is um, this Qigong stuff, um, the energy movements, because it's multi-level work. Um, you're just releasing... 
uh, karma, you're releasing energy, and you're tuning your body back into the right resonances by using your body's movements. And another asset is uh, shamanism. Um, you know, I was very drawn to shamanism and guided there, and the, the things that I've learned in shamanism is invaluable. I mean, it's helped me so much in my journey that I think I am where I am today because I had those tools um, to help myself. And when you have a spiritual journey like this, um, it's very good to have a support group of people that are doing the same thing or the same type of work. But it really comes down to you have the power to do this yourself, mm -hmm. and you need to really um, have the confidence in doing this yourself. It is a, it's, I'll say it's a lonely journey. Because you can't really ask for too much help, but there right. are people out there that can help you. Listen, time has gone by so fast to this hour, Jason. First of all, I want to thank you so much for joining us. Um, Exo Nation, Jason Quitt is going to be at the Alien Cosmic Expo being held in Brantford, Ontario, which is not that far away from Toronto. It's not that far away from Buffalo, New York. It's not very far from Hamilton, Ontario. You know, it's going to be a great event. Uh, Jason, you're going to be talking about, what are you going to be talking about? Um, I'm going to be talking about my experiences with uh, these entities and aliens and what I've learned. Um, and interestingly enough, I didn't really talk about any of those, though, so it'll be all new information at that show. Well, yeah, we want it to be, we want it to be a secret for everybody who's going there. We want yeah. people to go there to see you, and just like our other great guests we had tonight, we had Dr. Georgina Cannon, a real sweetheart, a good friend of mine, Leslie Mitchell-Clark and Wes Roberts, our number two. They're going to be there. And then this hour, Jason Quit. He's going to be there. Now, in the next hour... Uh, we're going to be speaking to uh, Grant Cameron. Now, for those of you on the Starcom radio network, you will not be able to hear the fourth interview because we leave Starcom in about four minutes. But if you go to www.xzoneradio, no, let's go to X, xzonearchives.com, then click on May, the month of May. It'll bring you to all our archive shows for this month and you just have to click on the link and you'll be able to listen to Grant Cameron or you'll be able to link and listen to any of our past shows going back right back till I think 2004. A lot of hard work over the years. Uh, Jason, thank you so much for joining us. Keep up the You're great welcome. work and uh, let our listeners know how they can find out more about you or where they can visit you online or where they can buy your books. I just go to thecrystalsun.com and they can see me at the Alien Cosmic Expo and I'll have a booth there with uh, some amazing uh, products and um, it's going to be a great show. So many amazing people yeah. are going to be there. Hey, listen, I, I look forward to meeting you in person at the Alien Cosmic Expo and continuing this, this conversation because we can't cover everything in one hour. So Jason, great meeting you. Nice talking to you. Yeah. You've been a blast. Take care of yourself, my friend. You too. Good night. Good night now. Nation, my call, my call. My guest of this hour was Jason Quinn. And as I said, our four guests that we've had on so far tonight's show for Monday, May the 29th in 2015, are were Dr. Georgina Cannon, our number one. Our number two, Wes Roberts and 
Leslie Mitchell Clark. Hour three, Jason Quit. Coming up in hour four, we have uh, Grant Cameron. That's tonight here on the Exxon. And as I said, if you're going to be leaving us in about two and a half minutes from now on the Starcom Radio Network, you can listen to our show, our archive of this show, by going to exonearchive.com. And then you just click on May. May will bring you, May 2015 will bring you all the shows that we've done this month. They're archived each and every day. Just click on that show and away you go. Well, that's it. Another night here in the Exome. For all the other people who are going to be on the Exome Broadcast Network, we'll be back after this short news break. But for now, to all our new friends on the Starcom Radio Network, don't forget, if you uh, would like to send us an email, we'd love to hear your comments, exxon at exxonradiotv.com. All our social media sites, Exxon Radio TV. And you can listen to the Exxon 24-7, 365 at www.xzoneradiotv.com. To um, everyone at Starcom, thanks very much. Great working with you. And we look forward until we meet again tomorrow night as once again we cross the time-space continuum to this place that I call the X-Zone. So until then, everyone, always remember to keep your eyes to the sky and your heart to the light. From everyone here to everyone out there, good night.